The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to the Think Loud Crew podcast, where there is no longer three mothers. There is three of us from TurboFit keeping it real. <laughs> and we're going to give y'all the spill on the app. I'm done. <laughs> if only you guys saw us argue about Kicking this y'all intro. off one by one. <laughs> like, how did we not He didn't make even the introduce cut? us. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, they know you guys. <laughs> Hi, guys. Today we are joined by Zach, you can see or hear. And then we've also got with us Turhan and David from TurboFit. Some of you guys may know David already as um, All-American Dave. That is our stepdad. All-American Dave. Retired fire captain. Um, Ex-football player. Ex-football player, yeah. Are you supposed to call it an ex-football player or, like, retired or, like, stopped? Ex. Football player. Okay. Yes. He played. <laughs> he played. I didn't want it to right. make it sound so harsh. Definitely wasn't there long enough to retire. Damn. <laughs> oh, wonder... yeah. That's like a, there's a difference there. There's a difference. Oh. oh I learned dang. something. Okay. So our idea is, and you guys can tell me if it's a bad idea or a good idea. Actually, you can't because this is already uploading by the time you're listening to it. So if it's a bad idea, keep it to yourselves. Anyway, we have them all here. They, we gotta say who Turhan is. I know we're getting there. Oh. Yeah, I'm like ready. Turhan is Turbo Fit tur. with Dave the Tur. I'm done. He's the Tur and I'm Dave is the bow. bow. Dave's the bow for bow. That can be the fit. There we go. Yeah. And <laughs> my idea is is that this is gonna be a two part episode. Yes, yeah, give me the first episode next week. You guys can get the second part of the yes. episode. This first part, I really want you guys to get to know Turhan, David, and Zach. You guys know Zach and you know David, but I don't think you really know their sports backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Who wants to be in the hot seat first? Do we go oldest to youngest or youngest to oldest? Uh, youngest to oldest. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Dang. I'll kick it off. That's uh, y'all already know me, Zach. I went to Culver City High School. I played football. I ran track. Well, before that, I started playing football. I don't even know what age that was. It was Pop Warner football. Um, I was playing tennis before that, ever since I put a helmet on. Never went back. To tennis? Never. Dang. I know, Yeah, I didn't pick a racket up ever 
after that not one time. Maybe to play. And your dad was on the. He was a you know the head tennis coach at the at Westchester Park at the time. Um, and his dad Riviera. He was professional doubles player. He traveled the world playing tennis. So you know he kind of bred me to play tennis and follow after his footsteps. But (laughs) the contact sport took over. Tennis is still fun though. I love playing it. Um, Yeah. So football happened. I ran track. I ran the four by one, four by four, open two, open four. Uh, do you guys know these terms? I do. Yeah. I've I ran. Not- David <laughs> said it with such confidence. It sounds so like quick. a foreign language to me. I did. A, I did a lot of track, and the thing is, I did not want to run track, but at Culver, track was mandatory if you play football, any like skill wow. position. If you're any like a like a skilled position, then you need to run track. They just make you just to stay in shape and to keep you healthy and you know proper form, proper form, everything, everything you know plays a role in football. So I guess, but it sounds like you ran a lot of like a lot of. I ran a lot of races because it was fun. I used to like you know all the um damn what were they called the what were the big track meets called invitationals. Invitationals. I used to love the invitationals. Those were fun. Mount Sac and Arcadia, running all those. So so were you fast? Yes, I was pretty fast. I mean, I did well. I was fast, but there was, you know, there was cats that was fast. We was running against. Okay, Dave has known Zach since, Zach was how old, David? I don't know, nine, ten, younger. Yeah, it might, probably Pop Warner days, yeah, around then, nine, ten. So, So was he fast, Dave? He was fast. He was fast. fast. I wish I could find, like, the old footage, but, like, Pop Warner days, it just wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't fair. What do you mean what it wasn't mean? fair? I would just be oh. by every single person. You were it was you just faster. it was easy. Better. Yeah, Pop Warner was easy growing up, and then until you know you get to high school, you start meeting people that are your size, your speed, mm. and, and your capabilities. So shit got real. Yeah, but I was still good. Yeah, I had you know shit. Every Pac-12 school at the time looking at me. Uh, Oregon was of my interest. That's where I was gonna go, but. You know, things happen. Grades happen. Injuries happen. Um, ended up going to Fullerton Junior College. Was playing there. Tore my hamstring again for the second time. And after that, I just hung my cleats up. I was just mm-hmm. done, you know. Depression settled in, and shit got real. Yeah. Couldn't play sports no more. So, When you were playing sports, do you think it kept you out of trouble? Or kept you mm-hmm. out of things yeah. to get involved into? It did, but then I always found my way, you know, Badging, yeah, I, I just found my way in trouble. Yeah, I don't know the what it was. The streets are calling you. Yeah, it was. Come out it was and play. Tough. I wish I just would have locked in because you know I always seen the kids that went to school, did all their, did everything they were supposed to do, did it by the book, didn't go out, didn't party, and then there was my group. We party, did it all, but that group, you know, prospered. They made it to the NFL and started doing things. So I saw the difference. I always wish I could go back and do it again. Mm-hmm. I would do it differently, but you know. I'm content where I'm at. Now that you kind of see how how it has played out, if someone asked you, like, how important is fitness or how important is it to, like, put that level very, of discipline into your body, what would your answer be? That, you know, it's something you need to do. It's very important. Um, it plays you. As a kid, I never thought, you know, they used to tell me before everything, stretch, stretch, mm-hmm. stretch. It went in one ear and out the other, never really stretched. I would stretch, but I wouldn't you know, stretched the way I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, I tore my hamstring, and that's the reason why I couldn't play anymore. So it's yeah, like a hamstring all the things that you hear as a kid, it all comes to light, you know, when you get older, because then that's when it starts trickling down and you start having an effect in your life. So I don't know. It messed me up. It was tough hearing it all from my dad and then seeing it all play out. Hearing, what do you mean hearing it? Like, you know, you need to stretch. You need to take oh, everything okay. serious. You need to go to class. You need to do this. You need to do that. So... Yeah. yeah. You just got to take it serious. But I'd say fitness, your overall health is very important. Yeah. All right. I was going to say, what do you do now to kind of keep... Ooh, Peloton and TurboFit, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, but, uh, Peloton helped me lose like 20 pounds. Um, intermittent fasting, Dave put me on. That really helps. Mm-hmm. I did that for a little bit. I kind of broke that, but... I'd say those two things really, you know, they helped me a lot. I lost 20 pounds in like a month. Yeah, and I think like, well, not so much for him, but for me drinking. Like, I love to drink wine, and I'm, I am I stopped drinking wine like 
I was drinking one like not every night, but like every other night slash every night. <laughs> and I could really see the difference within like the fasting and everything. But just that the way my body feels, like besides the fact that I have the worst sinuses right now, but like everything else feels great. Your energy level could be completely different. That's still yeah. zapped, but yeah, I would say it's getting better. But between like two kids and our house i think i'll never have real energy <laughs> but i don't know i think it's just interesting to hear zach talk about his background with sports and stuff because i know it is like a subject that we not a sore subject but definitely a subject that like i don't like necessarily bringing up because i do know that you are affected by it oh no i'm good now before i was i didn't i didn't watch football i didn't talk about it i couldn't turn the tv on and look at espn so now I'm, i can watch it huh. i mean i'm trying to hop in fantasy leagues now i'm betting on it so not betting I'm, good. I'm, I'm good i'm good i'm i'm all right you know but i did have that depression phase where i was i didn't want anything to do with sports which i feel like you're not by yourself i'm sure there's plenty of athletes young athletes who go into it thinking they're about to be the best of this, this, and this, and then reality or different things don't work out the way they plan, and then yeah. they don't end up making it to the league. Yeah. Yeah. It, no. it happens. Yeah. It definitely happens. I think one thing that I'm going to do as a parent, you know, moving forward is you got to stop, you know, telling these kids, you know, you about to be this, that, and the third. You got to, you know, make them work for it because you start enabling them and they start to, really think it and they take it for granted and they start thinking okay i'm this and that i'm not gonna have to do this reality you're gonna have to do all that so were people telling you you were the best all day long and i took Mm. start taking shit for granted for sure i was you know had referees coming up to me after the game telling me shit and i'm just like all right you know start getting to my head a little bit yeah but yeah that's hard i feel like there's so much pressure that's put on children or teens to perform and it's like i played on travel teams growing up and it's a lot like just yeah. oh the the high school the level now is like collegiate level it's yeah. they have everything is different it's crazy and what is it with like the what is it the nil deals yeah. oh yeah, um, yeah i wish i was playing in this I, time this you know what I, especially with social media social now media, yeah. social media can we had no oh. social media no nothing like mm-hmm. i think my highlight reel is put together from our quarterback and it's like a recording of a record. It's so bootleg. <laughs> I, no, really, I, I never got my highlight tape because Cover kicked me out my senior year because yeah. I was living on permit. So that really, you know, kind of threw me off. So Man. my summer wasn't really there. I didn't really have time to fully work out. And then when I finally committed, I went to Crenshaw my senior year. And then that's when my first hamstring injury happened. And then I was going to school for that first two weeks in. It wasn't school. There was no, you know, it was just you go to class, go to homeroom, and then after that you're just kind of running around. So I pulled myself out of that, and I went to home studies. I felt like I was the the only way to get myself out of it. Mm. So I think what you said about the pressure that, like, as parents that we could put on our kids, I feel like it's also that same thing of living through your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, vicariously. Yeah, and yes. I literally looked at Ryder this morning, and she uh, tried out for competitive cheer yesterday. She's doing a fashion show in New York next week, and I'm like, I'm living through my child. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah, she I... loves it, so I can't even be That's... mad at it. But I'm like, right, right. these are all the things I wish I was doing uh, when I was, not her age, but probably but like did. older. It, you did. You I did, did it, cheer. but not to her capacity. So no. I was looking at her like wow you're really living out mommy's dreams and then when, when, um, when we were looking at schools for Ryder we're also looking for schools for Ace eventually and I'm like oh we, they need to go to this school these sports are great yes. Ace it was like a, a newborn I'm like why are we even <laughs> thinking about this right now but, but it's real Ace is sure gonna play ball Ace has an arm so I don't care him, just like my says. daddy told me too it's gonna but, be the same yeah, no, talk it's, are... it's crazy but I appreciate you sharing your back background within fitness and sports with us i didn't know it was hard for you to watch football oh fuck yeah like that's crazy i would only watch it at like super bowl or playoffs think about watching it with people that That you you know that you know that you're like damn i could be on that field that's 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 hard yeah i was gonna say that's the hard part but that's one thing my dad did say he said the best talent the world's best talent is on the streets so you know and that sat with me my whole life still to this day but yeah Mm -hmm. 
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. All right, Tarhan. Give us your background. Uh, uh, all right, well, uh, you want me to go way, way back? And... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the, I want uh, you to the, go back to that moment. Those years, yeah. <laughs> so uh, growing up, um, I guess I like to eat. Wait, can we go back even before that? Before you started eating? Before he started eating. This is family here. Like, um, who are you today? Like, let's go back to the family setting. Like, we know how Dave knows Zach. How did how do you and Dave know each other? How is Tur and Bo? How'd y'all fit? He is Bo. Uh yeah, so Dave um obviously he's my uncle and uh everybody you know, looked up to Dave. Dave was the man. He was Big Bo. He still is Big Bo. <laughs> Talking about him like Go he's Bo. not here. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I just, you know, his legs were the size of tree trunks, and, you know, he had a you know thick neck. I mean, this he was just... Football. Yeah, from football. Yeah, from football. The thick neck is killing me. Yeah, you know what? I've never I... thought about how men describe men until this moment. Yeah. Well, you know, like, he was yeah he was a, a man's man and and uh, so he was somebody that um, I idolize and I still do and uh, so I wanted to look like him I wanted to be like him and you know the whole thing and so you know that was uh, one of my motivations for wanting to to lose weight but the biggest motivation was I was tired of my sisters punking me. So wait, <laughs> what did you look you like? You like to eat. <laughs> yeah. You described how David looked. How did you look back then? No, that was yeah, funny. I was a, yeah, I was a chubster, uh, for sure. Um, but yeah, big, big belly. I had a really big butt. Uh, <laughs> Y'all, I've known Terry for like 15 picture. years now, and I've this man has been fit like the entire the time. time. Uh, so yeah. to imagine him like With unfit. a big butt and a big belly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was uh, Kim Kardashian. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, it was pretty pretty bad, and kids made fun of me and my sisters. Um, they had some nicknames for me. Um, hungry, hungry hippo was one of them. Damn. And uh, yeah, they. <laughs> I'm not laughing anymore. I'm not laughing. Talking to bullying is not. Yeah. not it's real. This just got really serious. It just got real. No, I'm sorry, but it it uh, um, yeah, it was difficult. Um, mm. But then. Um, you know, one day, uh, and my my dad was 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 pretty hard on me, and uh, he was an athlete too. He was a baseball mm. player, and he wanted me to play baseball and all that. And I was I was okay. I wasn't great, but wait, are we talking middle school? or Are we talking high school? Uh, middle school. Oh wait, mm-hmm. yeah, middle, middle school. school. So um, were you teased at school too? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was teased at school, and uh, so I kind of you know kind of kept to myself and. Is always the last kid picked in, in basketball, if if ever picked. Little assholes. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just remembering all this. Oh, to him. No, I'm about to cry. But can no, I I'm touch okay. you? Yes, you okay. can. Okay. Like, <laughs> did you block it out? I, I did block it out, actually. Um, but what I would do, though, is uh, this is when my fitness journey began. So I would do sit-ups every single night. And I got to doing like literally, I got to doing like a thousand sit-ups a night. A night. Oh yeah, you were going. And ahead. I would do, I would do push-ups. My dad would take me out on the track with him, and um, I worked hard. Yeah. And by the time I got to um, high school, I was 
I was ripped. <laughs> I, I really was. I was. Ripped. I don't know why I'm picturing like that movie scene where like in the one scene he's like the little chubby kid, then the next scene it's like he's at the, like, the high school like pulling his shirt up at the locker and he's fine as fuck. Somebody happens to have a water hose and yeah, can't buy just, him. Ooh, did you have one of those moments? I, I did actually. No, no. I didn't. <laughs> so they found out his name was Turhan and not uh Hungry. Hippo. hungry. Why you gotta bring the hippo back up? <laughs> yeah, it was a little game, but uh, but anyway, yeah. But so when I was about sixteen years old, that's when you know I started to grow, and I'm almost the same height as I was. Yeah, you grew back up. then. Yeah, I grew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm a, almost six two. No, I'm not quite six two, but that's why I tell everybody I'm six two. Um, <laughs> you look six three to but, me. <laughs> 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 but uh, but yeah, so that's that's where it began. But so I started playing volleyball in high school, and um, you know my dad wasn't happy about that. Um, but it was I could jump, you know I had I had wheels, I had speed, and you know I had you know great genes, and you know our family is you know we're, we're athletic, we're mm-hmm, athletes, mm-hmm. and um, you know eventually you know fast forward here I you know had some accolades in high school. Went on to co- uh, junior college, won a uh, state championship there, went to... Still playing volleyball. Yeah, Long Beach State, won a national championship there, and, um, you know, went on to do a lot of things and played some professional beach volleyball just for a minute. <laughs> and, beach, uh, beach volleyball <laughs> is hard. That's a tough... Did your dad ever come around? Um, yeah, he, he came to my championship games, but, you know, he was, you know, super busy working and things like that. But, um, yeah, I would have liked to have seen him more. But uh, I think, um, you know, the baseball, me leaving the baseball mm-hmm. thing, you know, he wanted to, you know, live his life through me in, in baseball. He was yeah. a great baseball player growing up, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah, big bono. So, anyway, um, yeah, so that's a little bit about me. You've, like, coached. Yeah. Yeah, I've Come coached. On. Uh, like, hype yourself up right now. Like, I've over the year, I've heard different things. And I'm like, wait, what? Turhan did what? Or yeah. like, I didn't know you played volleyball. I thought yeah. you just coached volleyball. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. So no, I, I used a player. Yeah, I was, a, player. I was a baller. Yeah. So a I want to. Was a 42, 43 inch vertical? What is that? 48. 48 inch vertical. That's crazy. That's really okay, high. Okay, is it like the long pole with the little tabs that yeah, come out yeah, and you yeah. jump? He would have went over the okay. top. Yeah. I That's top of that. okay. So what happened? Why did you why did you say you played professional for a second? Um, <clears throat> you you really needed family support. You needed money because it's an eight hour a day job. Mm-hmm. You know. So if you're gonna play on the tour, you had to train all day. I was working. And at the time, I had um, two little ones, and, you know, I just... Life took over. Yeah, mm-hmm. life took over, and, you know, I had to get a real job. Mm. So it's, like, one of those things where you need, like, sponsors almost. Oh, yeah. No, you, oh, have, okay. to, you have to have it. Yeah. It's like tennis. Yeah. Same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Golf, yeah. all those types. You gotta, yeah, you're not getting that. no money unless you're winning, but you got, you're paying to play pretty much. Is yeah. that why they say, like... You your own travel fees, yeah. own hotel fees. Golf is, like, a rich man's sport. Basically, yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's not cheap. All them players that's playing in the PGA, they paying their way in there. They still paying their money. Literally paying to play. They're yes. paying. They're paying for their own trip to get out there. Everything. Yeah. They're fly. They're they fly off flying private jets too. Mm-hmm. They're paying that money. So they're going there to win. Yeah, you, you got to pay, pay the caddy. Everybody. You got a whole a whole, whole roster that you paying. Yeah. Yeah. So they going. They trying to win. Yeah. Hundred percent. I see, like. Golf players, I see them get money. Do t- do volleyball players, if they win, do they get money? Yeah, money. The top, yeah, top ten make a really good living. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can, you can make a couple million dollars a year. Nice doing that sport. Yeah. What about so, like Olympics? Is that like ever? <clears throat> is that a thing? Oh yeah. Oh big time. Yeah. So the Olympians typically those are the ones that make a lot of money because they'll play professional all over the world, mm-hmm. and that's where they get. You know, like the volleyball circuits. Yeah. No way. Yeah, that's that's the ultimate. But uh, but I think my my <clears throat> excuse me my claim to fame as as a coach is being um, the first NCAA Division One black volleyball coach in the in history of the sport yeah, at USC go. University. Of wow. And the crazy thing is, so like during when I was in high school during the summers, I would go to the USC volleyball camp and 
I don't remember what any coaches, but I'm like, sometimes I, when I first found out, I was like, I wonder if Turhan was there the whole time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I wonder if he was a coach that, like, interacted or I may have seen, and I don't remember anybody. Yeah. But, yeah, I used to, um, they had a good program. Yeah. yeah Did you I like coaching? Program. Oh, I love it. It's Yeah, it's my passion. Yeah. I can never get away, no matter how, if I'm a billionaire, I'll still, I'll still coach. That's what cool. is it? Is it, like, the interaction? Is it? You know, it, it um, for me, you know, I was, you know, out of control and a, and a, and a wild child. And, and uh, I had a coach uh, in junior college, his name, they called him Big Daddy. His name was Kim Stanley. <laughs> and, uh, and he just kind of, you know, became, you know, a, a second father and um, really put me on the right path, you know, taught me, you know, leadership and, and honor and integrity and, you know, things that I knew nothing about and and I've always felt like man this is it was such a blessing to me and I, I want to give give that back and to see um, you know kids lives changed mm -hmm. and their character changed which is for me the most important thing um, is just it's so rewarding <clears throat> and it just wants me mm -hmm. keeps me coming back you know yeah. so yeah yeah it's a, do you have a coach like that you can think of yeah yeah coach Labrado. Labrado? Labrado. Yeah, I used to play with his son. His his yeah, he used to pick us up every day for like it no matter where we live. We're living in Westchester, you live in Culver City. He was picking me up every day, driving us to Palisades for practice. I don't know. Pulled me out of what was it? Uh Culver City Lancers at the time. He was like, Nah, you need to come over here, you're about to play with us at the West Side Bruins. So I don't know. That's mm -hmm. he's my dog. Mm -hmm. So I gotta find him. But, Have you ever thought about becoming a coach? Yeah. Yeah. But I, it, it, it'll take a lot of mental for me. Like, I'm still trying to get up the mental to go back to Culver to one of the high school games because, you know, we get full field access. We come on there, sit on the sideline. I still haven't did that. So I got to make that step Should first. we make this a thing? Like, would you like, like go, steps on the grass? Would you like a support <laughs> group? No, I was going to go. I was going to take Ace and Rod one day. Just bring them because they'll let us all on the field. Yes. So just bring uh, the kids up there. Let me bring so, yeah. my boys too, bro. I just, I ain't, I ain't, we can bring them I'm trying too. to find a field for my kids to run around. <laughs> they have but so yeah. much energy. I just think I, it's so cool to hear Turhan talk about like the impact that a coach had on him yeah. to the point where he's like, I now want to become a coach. Where no, I feel like you have I, the same. I feel the kind of the same, yeah, the same way. Like I can make that impact on somebody else's life. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of just giving back. And I feel like at some point in my life, I'll find it and you know, go do it. Yeah. I feel I like the start is, you know, the turbo fit app. Yeah. Just getting my feet wet back in there. So yeah, absolutely. it'll open up with other doors. I see where it goes. I love, I think it's really healthy that males have that like team sport interaction as well. Like yeah. it's still like an individual sport because you have to perform, but being able to like work with each other, be able to listen and receive your coach. Like, yeah. like you said, it teaches you so much. And those For are the sure. skills and like, those little mm -hmm. pieces that make you, mm -hmm. I think, like a more receptible human or person to discipline or listening or, you know, helping or just mm -hmm. taking care of yourself. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm happy you guys had these experiences. Yeah. 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 Taryn, thank you for sharing, especially going back into, like, tapping yeah. into your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little emotional yeah. here for a second. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I 
com. As many of you may know, I have been on a slow boat moving into my house and I've been so stressed out about how I'm going to decorate and what is going on in my hallways. Thankfully, Framebridge has come into my life. I can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a Framebridge retail store and print whatever kind of images I want for my home. Whether it's a travel souvenir, my favorite photos from my travels, or just pictures of my kids, I know it's going to get done and it's going to look good. All you have to do is upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging or visit one of their 20-plus retail stores. Framebridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I can't wait to visit one of their locations. I'm going to take in some of my old concert stubs so I can hang it in my office. I love to see things that I've done and experienced in life, and they motivate me to work even harder. When you think of Framebridge, just remember it's easy and affordable to custom frame just about anything. It's fair and transparent upfront pricing based simply on the size of your item. There's a curated selection of frame styles with design experts on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame. There's fast service, free shipping, and it's great for gifts. Order online or get expert help at a retail location near you. And don't forget, happiness is guaranteed. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they'll make it right. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Ever think those fables and fairy tales from back in the day are just a little bit dusty? Wandry and Tinkercast are bringing you a new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Join host DJ Fuchs and his trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as they deliver remixes of fables and folk tales, rhythm and rhymes, and fun spins on classics as old as time. Grab the whole family and get ready to groove because they're putting the rap in Rapunzel and getting down with that funky duckling. Where hip hop and fables meet, it's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to all episodes of Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wandry Plus in the Wandry app or Wandry Kids Plus in Apple Podcast. David, were you a chubster? Glow up story. No, he had those. He no, had those tree trunk yeah. thighs and that thick neck. Chubster. He said, "I've been fine forever." <laughs> but, but I was. I had a different problem. I was a latchkey kid with very little uh, supervision, and quite literally, sports saved my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can just, I can just put it out there like that, because I had so much energy. I was doing everything but what I should have been doing. Okay, and. Um, and it was difficult to play sports because I was always the biggest kid in the room. And back then, if you were a certain size, you couldn't play. Yeah. Because, you, you know, you were too large for the yeah, whatever. Yeah, you got to so, go up to the next, next really? group or you yeah, can't play. Yeah. I grew, I grew really early and really fast. So I was, you know, you all know, see my kindergarten picture. I'm like the only kid whose legs are all the way down to the ground. Everybody else is, you know, it's, <laughs> On the it's hilarious. It's funny. But anyway, and then, you know, I had a single mom. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad was virtually non-existent in my life when I was young. And uh, so, you know, because of that, I had to seek, you know, guidance and everything else elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And my friends became, you know, who I hung with. And, of course, my nieces and nephews who were close in age. My sisters are 20 and 15 years older than me, so my nieces and nephews were pretty close to my age. So you guys are close in age? We're seven, seven years apart. Yeah, six Yeah, we're like years. six, seven years apart. Me and Pam... Uh-huh. My niece, me and Pam are like a year and a half. Me and Chris are like two and a half years. Got it. Me, yeah. Yeah, me, me and Kim are four years. Got I used it. to always Got trip it. out when I'd be like, they're the same age yeah. pretty much. And they'd be like, Uncle David. And I'd be like, should Why I be calling him uncle? No, it really had me look at my life like, should I be using uncle and auntie more <laughs> in my life from like a respectful adult point of view? But um, okay, back to your story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, I was lucky to get here. Yeah. And uh, so, like I said, I was looked to my friends and all that kind of stuff for uh, guidance. And, you know, some of them were in the same situation I was. So what are you going to do? So I kind of got in a lot of trouble as a kid. Um, the elementary school that I was going to at that time, when the neighborhood school, 
um, I used to have, my mother used to have to pick me up at lunchtime because I was just too disruptive to be on the yard during lunch and recess. That's wild. So she would pick you up during lunch and she, recess and then bring me you up back? And then bring me back for class. <gasps> David. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I had a very, The you fact know. that the school had to, like, have this conversation with yeah. a parent and be like... Would you just, like, eat, we eat don't lunch know in the do. car with your yeah, mom? Yeah, no, it, it was actually kind of cool because she would take me to cool restaurants and we... Oh, know. hell no. You got rewarded for I, bad behavior. I would have been at the school throwing soccer balls at the teacher, too. Like, I'm going to go, go with my mama, too. Now I would have been like, it's not you, baby. You're wonderful. Yeah. It's, it's that school. <laughs> Let's go eat. No, oh, yeah. Wow. No, they, they thought I was so crazy. And, and, you know, I really was. I was just, I was hyperactive. I mean, they have names for this stuff now. Yeah. But back when I was a kid, it was just like, oh, the kid's out of control, yeah. you know, kind of thing. So anyway. They I, were not equipped to, they weren't equipped they weren't to equipped. deal with that. Yeah. They didn't know what to do with me. So, well, you got to get him out of here for now, you know, that kind of thing. So anyway, but I made it through, you know, went on to junior high school, started playing sports uh, really with baseball. Didn't play base. Didn't play football because I was always too big. I couldn't play with kids my age or you know that kind of stuff. So crazy rule, but okay. It was crazy rule back then. So I started playing baseball. Um, you know, enjoyed that. It's kind of developed a knack for it. Got decent, but I, I didn't really have a love for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned how to play football basically playing uh, sandlot, which means at the park. You know, you know, with a bunch of guys, yeah. no pads, nothing, just kind of playing football. So mm-hmm. anyway, I sort of cut my teeth there doing it that way. Uh, we got to, let's see, about the 10th grade at my high school. Got in high school. I, I got there and wasn't able to play the first semester because I transferred from another school or transferred from another district. Mm-hmm. So back then, you had to sit out a semester mm-hmm. if you transferred in. Could they you, changed that Could now. you still practice with the team? No. You can't no. do anything. I couldn't do, couldn't do anything. Yeah, I had to sit out. Oh, I, right. it's, that rule's gone. It was a dumb rule then, and it's, you know, but it's gone now. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't play. So I ended up just, you know, sitting out that year. That would have been the first year I would have been able to play football. Yeah. So I played baseball in that spring or whatever, and everything was cool. And then the, the following year, I was going to play football. Now, I had never played football, you know, uh, in an organized, organized fashion before, mm-hmm. right? So I went out there and said, oh, yeah, I'm going to play receiver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was tall. Yeah. You know, I was big. I, you know, I had a little bit of speed, but I had no hands. I had hands of stone, so it's like I wouldn't catch anything. <laughs> And they were like, I just uh, imagine David running thinking, oh, I got this. And then, get, get boing. Boing. <laughs> right, right. With his thick neck, his tree trunk thighs, and his hands. Well, that, 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 all, that all came and later. And the ball but. just bounced off his hands. And he's like, I So by I this don't. time, you're in like 11th grade. Yeah, I'm sick. I was always young, the youngest kid in the class. Yeah. So I was 16, and I was, well, yeah, I was 16 starting 11th grade. Still haven't played on. Well, actually, I was fifteen starting eleventh grade. Oh, oh, you were young. Yeah, I turned sixteen during the during the year. Yeah, but so I'm fifteen years old. I'm out there, and then so um, the coach says, "Well, receiver's probably not your position." (laughs) Damn. (laughs) I said, "Okay." I said, "Well, where should I play?" You know. Yeah. And he said, "Well, why don't we try you at nose guard?" Okay. Okay. Now, nose guard is a long way from receiver. All right, but it's basically you're playing over the center. On defense, the person who hikes the ball. Mm-hmm. The person who hikes the ball, and your job is to kick that person's ass. To block fu- them or no, to kick, to kick their ass and find the person with the ball. Okay. And that was the training that I got. Uh, the coach, because he saw my aggression, I was very aggressive, you know, yeah. and I was a big kid. So he said, uh, all right, Bo, this is what I need you to do. That dude right there, wear him out, mm-hmm. <laughs> and whoever has the ball, go get him. This is like water boy. Yeah. That, that was, literally, that was yeah. that was the, the instruction. Him. Tackling field. Chase yeah. Him, yeah. So that's literally what I did. And I, I was able to do it with such efficiency that the first year I played football, I was all city. And okay. I had never never even you know played well, yeah, before. Yeah. So I'm all city. So all of a sudden, I'm getting all these accolades <laughs> and stuff. And I'm like, uh, okay, so I guess is what I'm supposed to be doing. Cool. <laughs> right. So the next year, they moved me to linebacker. And, you know, I played well and did my thing and stuff. So <clears throat> because the um, the grades weren't perfect. I mean, they weren't as much as they should have been. But they were, they were okay. They were good enough to, to go. But it wasn't mm-hmm. good to go to a major university at that time. So I got a few offers. But I ended up going to JC. So I went to... Uh, another JC and uh, was able to be very successful there. I made all American, you know, all state, all American, all that stuff at this JC. And then went on to, is, can I can say the college, right? Mm-hmm. 
Then I went on to uh, Texas Tech University. I had probably 40 scholarship offers. Oh, you could say stuff. I just don't okay. say personal stuff. Like. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I don't want to, you know. So. Yeah. So I had about 40 scholarship offers, and I, I took uh, the one to go to Texas Tech. Cool. And uh, went there. And, you know, that's kind of really where the football career really started. You know what I mean? Because I was there and I was able to um, have a couple good years. I started at Texas Tech. And on draft day, um, got the call from, you know, Denver Broncos who called me. And they had a, they had a spring program, so they brought in 12 linebackers for the spring. You know, everybody else had to come in later on in the fall, but they brought 12 of us in early. And I was able to have some success, and they cut it down. And it, it, four of us ended up there still. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then, you know, along comes training camp in the fall. <clears throat> so I went into training camp. You know, I was probably number three, number two or number three behind a guy named Jim Ryan. And unfortunately, I, I got an injury. You know, I kind of blew out a hamstring. You know, Zach can, re- you know, can relate to that. Yeah, and um, so at that point, uh, Dan Reeves, who was the, the head coach then, he pulled me into the office. And he's like, you know, hey, Bo, look, here's the deal. We like you. You were out here during the spring. We like what you're doing. We only have so many spots. We're often you can stay here and you can be on injured reserve and then, you know, come back later. Or we can send you home here. We're going to cut you a check. You can go home and you can come back in next fall back in the training camp. But that would allow us to bring another person in. Mm-hmm. So I, I was like, oh, okay, what the hell? I was a little homesick anyway. That's still, I think that's cool that they gave that option. Like, yeah. they yeah. saw something in you, injured or not. They were like, right. you. Well, they like what they saw they, to that yeah, point. You were, you were still so, yeah. able to perform and like. Yeah. I think that's cool. I didn't know that part of the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, um, so I went home. And, you know, with the, you know, uh, plan to train and get ready, you know, get healed up and all that kind of stuff and go back in the next year. And while I was home, uh, I, you know, had a lot of friends I had gone to school with or whatever. But one of my buddies had gotten on the fire department. Okay. Uh, Eugene. Yeah. yeah. Eugene was on the department. Rolling. Is that what it yeah, was? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, I knew nothing about the fire department. I mean, zero. You know, nothing. I just thought, it, you know, maybe it's a cool job, right? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, he, he rolls up. In, in the baddest 911 Porsche. <laughs> and how, bet, how old are you around this we're, time? We're 23, you know, <laughs> so he rolls up in the Porsche. He's got this badass, you know, apartment in the valley and stuff. And I was like, firemen do it like that? I had no idea, right? And he's like, oh, yeah, Bo, you know, this, that, and the other. So I'm like, uh, okay. And he says, you know, just take the test. And it just was one of those windows of opportunity. Mm-hmm. He said, you just go down and take the test, man. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to train, get ready to go back and play some ball, you know, NFL or fire department. NFL, Wait, so fire back department. then it was just, you just go take the test. Yeah. This yeah. You put, you put in the interest card and then they call you. They, <laughs> send, they send, they send you a, uh, a date. And that, damn. Yeah. And they so, changed it. This come is on, the, put the it way, back. I want to take the test. The way <laughs> to get on the fire department out here is so well, You got to go through a whole it's, school yeah, program. It's, it's, it's a then you got to go through the whole physical program. Yeah, it's a, yeah whole. It's, it's a whole thing. But so anyway, I get, you know, I go in and I put in my interest card. They call me, say, okay, come down and take the card. test. <laughs> yeah, you got to put in an interest card. So I go down to Hollywood High School. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was like 20,000 people down there. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm looking this way. I mean, it's like 10 people wide and like the whole block. And I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. I guess I, you know, I, I guess I didn't know about all this. Yeah. So I stood in line all day. Went in, took the test, you know, knocked it out. I mean, I'm just out of college. Am I going to pass a civil service? Probably, right? Yeah. So I get, the, you know, pass the test or whatever, and then that just got fast-tracked. Before I knew it, it was like they were sending me stuff like, okay, you know, come down here for this test. So we get the physical test. I go down there, you know. <laughs> they saw him walk in. They said, and, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. The big one right there. <laughs> I, you can carry me I out to the building. <laughs> Like, it, it was kind of easy. I get to the physical test, and you got to do. He looks good, in cool shape already. Right, right. So I walked in like uh, right out of football camp, right? Yes. <laughs> Knocked everything out, you know, like scored the highest score, and it almost broke records and stuff. They were like, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, right there, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enter that building. Exactly. So you know, boom, get through that. I sit down in the interview. Funny thing is, I go to the interview, and of course they have my resume. Well, what was your last job in your interview? Mm-hmm. NFL. They that's the first thing they see. So. I get into the interview, and they don't even ask me anything about the fire department. Wait, I have a question. Okay, after you got out of college, did it just go college to, like, this football experience? Like, were there in-between jobs? No. Like, was the was no. your first job the NFL? My first real job was actually the NFL. <laughs> 
It was very brief. I don't know why that was so funny to me. It was very know. brief, but, but it was together. a paycheck, right? Yeah. No, it's still that. It yeah. is what it is. That's great. <laughs> so I, it was, it was hilarious when I think about it. So I go into the interview, and it's like, um, okay, Mr. Boach, we see you. You've done this, this, and the other. Um, so uh, tell me about Denver. <laughs> how, how was Reed? how was Elway? Uh, so they started asking yeah, they yeah. Like, how was Elway? Damn about no fire department. We just want to know. I said, well, Elway, I, I hurt my leg chasing Elway. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's how I got hurt, and I got in trouble for that too. I was chasing Elway in, in, in you practice, supposed to. and I got too close to him. They chewed my ass. Yeah, out. yeah they ain't fucking around. With that. They were like, that's okay, that. we appreciate you, but you ain't this dude. Don't touch him. <laughs> you know, it was that kind of thing. Nice right? try, but no. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, I'm trying to make the team. I'm trying. Wait, to Wait, once you got hurt, I don't know if I missed this because Ryder had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, once you got hurt and you came home, was there a chance for you to get better to go back? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's that's why I agreed to leave because they, you know, like I said, they cut me a check, and they said, hey, we can either put you on injured reserve, which mm-hmm. means I would have stayed in Denver and waited to get well, and then you know, proceeding on with the team. Yeah. Or you can go home. We'll cut you check, and then you can come back in. You already have an open invitation to come back in. Once for next, you're better. Once you're better, yeah, for for like the next for season the next or whatever. Season. No way. And so that, yeah, that's yeah, what you miss. No but um, so anyway, no, it just kind of went from there, and uh, so the fire department opened up, that door opened up, and then I had to make a decision. It's like, are you going to go back, or are you going to, you know, follow pursue this? And when I thought about everything, the percentage of people that actually have a, a, a lengthy career in the NFL. I mean, I was looking at all these stats and everything. Average, mm-hmm. I think, NFL career is 3.5 years. Mm-hmm. You don't even get a pension until you get five years in. Mm-hmm. Your uh, likelihood of getting injured is way up here. And, and then me injured. not being a high draft pick, I mean, being a, a free agent, I mean, it's, it's even less. And you went, as, you went as linebacker, right? Yeah, I went yeah, as linebacker. That's a high injury position. It's oh, like yeah, running back. Really, so, yeah. so I, I kind of made a calculated decision. You know, once I found out that the fire department offered all of that because I had no idea that it yeah. was it was like that. So I was like, whoa, this is a career. Yeah. So I just went for it. I jumped on it and um turns out to be probably the, one of the better decisions I made in my life because I that's, was able to get a, really a you know have a great career. Was then there I, ever a moment that you were like, damn, I wish I picked the NFL? Uh there I wouldn't say a moment where I say, damn, I'm I wish I picked it, but there were times where I would just daydream and feel like, wow, you know, I could have done this. Because I'd see, mm-hmm. I saw guys that I played with in college or whatever that were excelling, mm-hmm. and I was better than them, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. One guy in particular, I'm not going to mention his name, but he was an offensive lineman that played for the Bengals. And I played with this guy. He was my teammate in college. And every day, I would just destroy this dude. I mean, it was like, it was like he wasn't even there. Yeah. He could not mess with me, okay? Mm-hmm. But he went on to have a 14-year NFL career and made wow. millions of dollars. And I'm like, wow, you know, this cat. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't even touch me, man, but he yeah. was able to do all this. So, I, you know, so there was that. And then, um, but no, I'm, I won't say any regrets because, I mean, you know, things went, things went well, you know. And then I was able to have a few outlets on the fire department, we had like a little sort of a semi-pro team or whatever. So I went out there and played a couple years. Oh, that's good. You, you know, so it was fun. I was remember that? Yeah. 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 So I was. It was L.A. Heat. I didn't yeah. know they. Had oh a team yeah. Like I yeah. See. Okay. Remember L.A. Heat? I see. Yeah. So I was able to have some fun doing that, and um, and the highlight of that was one year, we played L.A.P.D. and L.A.P.D. was the team that nobody could beat. So the this particular year, I came out for the team, and a few other guys that had some NFL experience came out for the team. Uh-huh. We wore LAPD's ass. <laughs> goose egg. Yeah. All right, we beat them like you know, oh you know, twenty-one to nothing or something he like that. Goose egg. Goose egg. Oh, they could not score on us, and I got defensive player of the game. Out of it. On top of it. So they, they gave me my little, my little yeah. high, my little football yeah. high. Yeah, you're like, good. Okay, I'm good now. Damn. Like I got it. Yeah. Now Dave, he's on the golf course. But oh, you're yeah. coaching now. Yeah, yeah, I'm coaching now. I just just recently started coaching at, at one of the local high schools here, and um, it's very fulfilling. I'm having a great time. Matter of fact, as soon as I get done here, I'm on my way to our game, actually. Who's first game against? It's Damien. Damien High School. Damien High School. Never heard yeah. of Damien. Yeah. Do you like the kids or the guys? Oh, the kids are great. I mean, you know, the kids that I'm I'm coaching now, they, you know, some of them are kind of privileged kids. It's kind of a prep school or whatever. Yeah. But the uh, there's a lot of talent out there, believe it or not. And these kids are, are freshmen. I got the freshmen right now, so some of them have never played football before. Yeah, that's cool. So the cool thing is I get to teach. 
You know what I mean? I get to teach technique. I can teach all this kind of stuff. And then, you know, like Turner was talking about inspiring. There's nothing, you know, better than inspiring young people. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very fulfilling. Yeah. I like this. It I sounds... know. It's cool to get to know you guys in, like, this world. We know you, like, in our own family world. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. when you guys are all talking about, like, your backgrounds in sports, you each get excited, like, in your own way when you're telling your dreams yeah. and your stories. Yeah. yeah. It kind of seems like with the age, like, you know, younger to older, it does have that opportunity to come full circle again. Yeah. So, Zach, we're going to get you on that field. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to watch a game one day. Like, and it's, I, I pray that you're able to enjoy it again. And oh, yeah, no, when the time the is right, I'm going to go. Yeah. Um, no pressure. No I'm pressure. But I will say Ace does have an arm. And yeah, he does. I oh, heck yeah, he does. I see Zach light up when, like, Ace is going. He's like, go, son. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, going to be great. It's coming. Yeah, it's, it's fulfilling. Coming. Yeah. Definitely. I feel very yeah. blessed that our boys have so many yeah. outlets of, like, just male inspiration mm-hmm. within, like, sports in yeah. a different variety of sports. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, sports, it, it's, it's truly can be a life. I, I, I credit sports with basically saving my life. Yeah, because you know I was I was kind of a knucklehead, you know. Kind as, of, as your kid. mom had to pick you up for recess and lunch. <laughs> yeah, then there's that, right? But you know, I mean, it really it, it got me off the streets because you know being that all that energy I had, you know, and I was a big kid, I was strong, I was athletic and all that stuff. But that energy, if it was displaced, it was in the wrong direction. You know, yeah. it would it would not be good. I was able to channel it into sports yeah. at a later age too. Yeah. so it's like. People who are like, oh, I'm not athletic or I haven't been that athletic person. Yeah. It, you don't know when it's your time. You never like, know. Your journey didn't start later on. Turhan, you're, you decided when your journey started. Mm-hmm. You took hold of your journey. Yeah. And it it blossomed into like a long-standing like, career and yep, journey. Yeah. So it's... um. I love sports. I'm excited yeah. to live through my kids and their sports life. <laughs> oh, you got um, a couple I know their dad too. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, just to like not be hard on the boys. I don't like uh, the word perfect, so I never. I always say practice makes permanent. Mm-hmm. And Bob's will be like, "No, mom, practice makes perfect." And I'm like, "Whatever, just keep doing it." And mm-hmm. like now he's on this thing where every day he wakes up when he wakes up, he calls his dad. They do push-ups. Oh yeah. Like he's starting him on his little yeah. work discipline. And that is routine. so important. Yeah. You know, I, I just sometimes I think about. And he's four. Where I had, where would I have gone had my dad been involved in my life like that? Mm. You know what I mean? He, I mean, he wasn't. But had he been, I mean, I was able to achieve X, Y, and Z without mm. that. So yes. think if I yeah. had that type of encouragement, yeah. that type of, you know, pushing yeah. and all that stuff, yeah. you know. Yeah, I get that. As a kid. Yeah. So, you know, I just want to give to, to the grandkids now, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of experience here. We can. Well, I have no experience with sports, but I'll just. I agree with all you guys. So normally, the way we end our podcast, and again, guys, this is going to be two parts. So this is our first part. You guys got to get to know the guys. Next part, we're going to dive deeper into TurboFit app and Turhan's experience with developing the app, Zach's experience being brought into Mm -hmm. the app. Um, But normally the way we end it is we allow everyone to either give advice or you can share a WTF moment of your week. (laughs) It's up to you whatever you want to do. We'll let you three take it over this week. Yeah, y'all got to do it too. (laughs) <laughs> okay. I got my W. I was What's about to say WWF. What's your My WTF. Man, Will's at the house. All right, we just got our yard like trench too, so it was like nice and flat, and it's like fluffy dirt. And we just had this hurricane, fake hurricane, Hillary just hit us. And it was, you know, it left some puddles in the back. I went. No, this was before the hurricane. I don't know. I went on the balcony, man, and I looked down. Ace, my son was butt naked. Covered in all dirt, like literally looked like he just <laughs> crawled out of a grave, just covered. <laughs> Not a grave. In 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 just in crocs, and that's it. And he had what did he have in his hand? A shovel. And a shovel. <laughs> Running around like Gaga! And I'm looking at Sean like, babe, what are you doing? He she was, was like, what? Digging. He was digging. <laughs> he was digging. <laughs> Never seen nothing like it. Zach was so mad. No, covered. Like, covered. All you can see is a little white eyeballs. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> he was he digging. he was probably smiling so hard. He was so happy. Oh, he was happy, but I'm I like, was just. I'm like, let him dig, Zach. It's, it's, it's it scary. had me like, what the fuck? <laughs> 
<laughs> that was the WTF. That was a good WTF. That's actually a funny one. Yeah, I that was good. Zach was yeah, looking at me like I was crazy. And a little shovel, mini shovel. <laughs> we let our kids explore. I look shit. Okay, Dave Turian, you guys got a WTF for advice this week? Uh, well, let's see. WTF. Uh, make sure that you're. Inflatable air mattress does not have a leak. Oh, <laughs> what? oh I heard, I heard. Yeah. Well, the kids, you know, as happens often, the kids stay at our house. The grandkids all stay at our house, and uh, we have a Marvin and I. We have a, a, a blow-up mattress that we'll put up so that we can all be in the same room, but we can't all sleep in the same bed because the kids sleep everywhere. They, they sleep, sleep wild. wild. Everywhere. They sleep wild. They change positions. So some kind of way. I remember we set up the the, uh, the air mattress and the kids were all jumping on it, you know, before they got in it. So mm. I, they must have dislodged something a little bit. So they all get in bed. So it's uh, it's Margaret and Ryder and I think Ace. It was just the three of them were over there. Mm-hmm. And so about uh, one or two o'clock in the morning, I guess it, the, the air came out. The, the air comes out the mattress, and you know they they're in the middle, so they, it turned into a taco. <laughs> so they all came together. Damn. So then I'm, I kind of woke up and kind of looked over there, and I kind of went back to sleep. And then, oh my god! And then they all they all came and got in bed with me, right? So now there's four or five of us in the bed, and then I wake up and. You know, riders spooning me or legs across my, my neck. And, you know, and my, I mean, it was hilarious. But anyway, that, that was my. That, that was, was your my, WTF? That was my WTF. It's the fact that you said night. I woke up and they were tacoed and I went back to sleep. <laughs> between the between the tacoing and them getting into the bed, when they were tacoed, at one point, mom said she rolled off. And then Ryder popped up and rolled off. <laughs> it was the air was the air was displacing. Oh my god! So they had a little game of popcorn. That oh, hilarious. that is a WTF. Yeah. Turhan, what do you got? <clears throat> well, I think uh, I think I'll just give some advice. Okay. Um, so you know, everyone at the table here has had you know athletic experience and experience with. You know, coaches and mentors, um, and uh, you know, so we're we're in the fitness world now. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you know, there's a saying that um, I actually kind of learned recently that it takes one person to gain weight, but it takes two people to lose it. And what what that means to me is, you know, everyone's on a journey, and everybody needs help, and everybody has different situations whether it's, you know, emotional, you know, psychological, whatever. But we need to reach out to each other and, and, and support one another. And, and, you know, when, you know, we begin to talk about the fitness application, you know, that's, that's what it's all about, you know, building a community and, and um, you know, being there for each other. And, I like that. So, being that support. Yeah. yeah. That cheerleader. That was good. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. That was really good. Hey. Well said. Yeah. Amen. Well that was beautiful. All right, for the, I think because we don't have time, we should just wrap it. Uh, We appreciate you guys coming on here and sharing your stories with us. We're excited for part two, so make sure you guys stay tuned for next week's upload where you're going to get to hear all about the Terrible Fit app. Mm -hmm. Um, And, babe, you want to tell them where where they can follow you at? You can follow me on Instagram at Z.T-E-R-R-E-L. Where can they find you, Dave? Terrible Fit. Yeah, uh, TurboFitApp.com. Uh, that's that's for uh, both of us. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just look up TurboFit um, on IG as well. And yeah, we'll also put all the information down below. But thank you guys for tuning in with us this week. Again, my name is R. You can find me at R Kyle N. And you can follow me at Shy Not Shy, and you can follow us at Think Loud Crew on Instagram. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And do not forget to tell your crew about, about our crew. crew. Oh. Yay! Oh, God. <laughs>
Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.